0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Iowa State University says that the standard hog packer margin is $115 a head. The integrated margin was $73 a head. So it is costing them $43 a head to own their own hogs. The standard packer is hitting a whole run, while the integrated packers are just hitting singles and doubles. I think that the future for the integrated packer would be my favorite choice, however. There are a lot of independent producers for which this is going to be their 1998 8 cent hogs. They will be done with the industry, at least in owning hogs. If they have facilities, someone else chosen by packers will fill them with hogs. What hog producers learn, again, is that without access to shackle space, they're at the mercy of packers. The $250,000 COVID-19 aid payment is a severance payment. Packers will decide who will produce or own the hogs. Those who are integrated packers today learned that lesson back in 1998, which is why they are integrated packers. They were large enough hog producers that together they formed structures that allowed them to enter the packing industry. Hanor, Christensen Farms, New Fashion Pork, and even Prestige fits the category. They determined that they had to reach the consumer in order to secure their survival. They were right. Commodity hog production is only possible at the mercy of packers, and there just isn't any. Another segment of the hog industry is tied up with packers through contracts. This was not a sure means for survival either. Packers control what is in the contracts, and subsequently, who they will allow to produce hogs for them. Control of access to a market is part of what defines a monopoly. The financial terms of these contracts vary immensely from no-loss contracts to those that essentially allow packers to steal the hogs by controlling the basis. Only by integrating from production through processing can you create a supply chain that will determine a long-term future in this industry. The hog industry is going to come out of the pandemic much more concentrated than it went in, which is just part of a process that is now decades in the making. If it downsizes by 15%, it will be primed to become very profitable again when the supply chain repairs itself. Those profits, however, will be controlled one way or the other by packers. On cattle, the price of fed cattle has now become an arbitrary value determined by packers. There is a widened regional disparity in cash cattle prices. Corn belt to southern plains relative to regional packer capacity. The net difference last week was $10 to $15 a hundred with bet prices in the south where there is more packer kill capacity. Placements in Texas were down just 20%, placements in Kansas were down 18%, while placements in Nebraska were off 29%. This is the north to south disparity that I said we would be seeing. With corn below the cost of production, there will be a major regional shift south in feedlot competitiveness. The best statement for clarity about CFAP payments was that the CFAP is not a price support program, but aid based on COVID-19 losses. Corn and soybean growers already have price support programs in revenue crop insurance and PLC and ARC. That is why CFAP only covers inventory held by farmers and ranchers that were subject to those losses. Those without an inventory January 15th get no payment. CFAP is all about 2019 crops with nothing for 2020 because those losses are not realized yet. 2020 crops will get attention in 2020 if losses are sustained, or until Washington runs out of money, whichever comes first. Only the 18% of corn that I had stored for a spring sale qualified for a CFAP. Nothing unfair about that, although my 2019 bushels have been sold. I fear that further devaluation of stored grain inventory will eat up the payment. There was not enough money to go around in CFAP aid, given the extent of damage done to commodity markets by the COVID-19 pandemic. There's a disparity in how commodities were aided. I think that the dairy industry did very well from several pools of aid, which will likely mean that there'll be no liquidation and no serious modification of production. Demand is unlikely to recover fast enough to support the current level of production, which leaves the industry vulnerable without new and sustained aid. Industries become dependent on the government. There's another tranche of money appropriated by Congress that is due to come in July. The potato industry feels slighted by the lack of aid in USDA programs and producers are giving potatoes away. Potato growers claim to be on the brink of bankruptcy and left that way the way the aid is being distributed. Restaurants are having to pay up for meat but are getting some cheap potatoes. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110.